0: school supplies are expensive and for families struggling to make ends meet getting supplies for their kids to start school can be a real challenge you can help families in snohomish county by donating to the back to school program at HandInHandKids.org. they are looking to fill 500 backpacks for kids to start school this year and they have a ways to go you can donate by shopping and dropping items off or going to their amazon wish list and ordering directly You can also donate money if you don't have time to shop. Hand in Hand has been doing amazing work in Snohomish County for over 10 years, coming alongside families with support, services, and connection. The last couple of years have been especially tough on families, and you can help by donating at handinhandkids.org. The event where they'll be handing out backpacks is August 20th, so let's help them make this happen.
1: One of the things that's so special about Hand in Hand is the impact that we know is happening. Isn't necessarily an impact that we see splashed across the front pages of the paper. It's the impacts that are going to save that child and help them grow and thrive.
2: Hand in Hand provides hope and opportunity to children and families in Snohomish County. We do so through various programs. One of those programs is our outreach program. Um, We work specifically to provide housing and food insecurity help as well as uh, working in schools and alongside other community partners.
3: Hand in Hand is just so inspiring in that their work is really about giving families dignity in a time where they struggle. We want to be a space for everybody, and the partnership with Hand in Hand has been mutually beneficial in a variety of ways. We're happy to take some of the administrative stuff off their lab, and we're so happy to have the, the community that they have because they are such a unique, special group. I never take for granted the fact that on Tuesdays and Thursdays I get to spend time on the field with Todd as he's coaching these different age groups and really getting to see this different window into who he is and kind of where the Hand in Hand program came from. I mean, My favorite thing about Hand in Hand is just being able to provide the children with different opportunities, being able to make a connection with them during the short period of time that we have them. Uh, I just love children in general, so being able to provide that Again, a sense of safety, being able to connect with them. Safe Place is an experience itself because we want to make sure that we're easing their minds during this difficult transition and allowing kids to be kids. Overall, we want to provide children with hope, support, and opportunities to thrive. That's our goal.
1: That's the impacts that we, to it, imagine, care so much about. And I just think that hand-in-hand is doing that unlike anyone else. Um, we have a lot of really good nonprofit organizations but when it comes to dealing with children, especially in the height of trauma, I just think that hand in hand plays a role unlike any other.
2: We really want to come alongside our families. Um, we don't ever want to do to people, we want to do with. Um, we are a part of this community and we love this community and I think that sets us apart from other agencies in Snohomish County.
3: The money that goes into Hand-in-Hand and the money that's donated to Hand-in-Hand is going directly back into our community. And we see that in a variety of ways, especially in a year like a COVID year, where normally we rely heavily on sponsorships and stuff and the economic status of our city right now and kind of the businesses we would normally lean on. It's just not there. We wouldn't have scholarship money this year. We wouldn't be able to fund a lot of these kids. And so this partnership has been critical in keeping kids on the field and making sure that we have those funds available to put the kids out there in the demographics and in the groups that we really want to be touching to make sure they get to play and to be providing them the safe space to come to. Don't underestimate
1: the power of this organization and the impact that they are having on the lives of children. And the only way that can happen is for us to continue to support their work financially, as volunteers, whatever that may be for you. This is what we need to do for this organization right now.
2: Hand in Hand is 10 years old this year. Um, We would not be here without our donors and volunteers. We're truly thankful that because of your generous donations, we are able to provide hope and opportunity to children and families in Snohomish County. Also to our partners, uh, whether that be Everett Youth Soccer Club partnering with soccer or Imagine Children's Museum partnering to offer us space for our foster Christmas party as well as collaborating to bring enrichment programs to children in the Mukilteal School District. Um, We are so thankful and grateful for all of that.
0: Hello and welcome. I'm Lori Hardy and thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. Joining me today is Ivy Hendricks, Outreach Coordinator, and Jasmine Stilson, Senior Child Care Professional at HandInHandKids.org. Welcome Jasmine and Ivy, so glad to have you here. We're going to be talking about the Hand in Hand Backpack Program, but first, let's start by just having you lay the groundwork
4: about what Hand in Hand is and what they do in the community. We have an outreach program, so we help children and families in crisis. We help them with a closet resource, food boxes, toiletries and diapers in an emergency basis crisis. And then we also have our after-school enrichment program. So it's like STEM activities for kids, one to third graders and fifth through sixth graders. And we just do a bunch of fun activities and get them involved and help the Everett community out in that sense. And then we also have our safe place program.
5: And then our safe place shelter is where we uh, take kids that are potentially going into foster care. Uh, it's, we're an emergency shelter for whenever uh, children are pulled from their environments and then kind of brought in while they're figuring it out. So it gives them a safe place to stay while the adults are figuring it, everything else out for them so they know what the next step will be. And we kind of try to make that a home environment that's lots of fun and minimize the level of crisis that they're in.
0: I know that Todd did a lot of work to make it so that it was at least 72 hours because in the beginning it was a shorter stay. And I remember just thinking, um, I'm a a grandma of uh, former foster kids and just thinking about what an amazing thing it is for a child who's being pulled out of their house at night, given a garbage bag to throw all their stuff in, that rather than just going to some stranger's house, that they get this soft place to land with people that are loving and cater to their needs. Do you want to talk about that a little bit, like what it looks like for when a kid comes in?
5: Oh yeah, for sure. So we're a volunteer-based program. So we have some staff members, but as well um, volunteers that will come in and, and hang out for different shifts. And so the kids will come in and the first things they see, they'll see our toys and our kind of it's a it looks like a house it doesn't look like a facility or an office and so there it's a little more welcoming and inviting for them and we do get a lot of compliments from the kids about how like it's not as obvious because for some kids it seems like you know if they've been in the system before it's like it doesn't feel as uncomfortable for them um so they'll come in and we'll show them around and They get to pick out what bed they want to sleep in. And we have lovely donors that make us little quilts. And so we have little quilts that each kid gets to take home with them. And then while they're with us, we resource them some clothing and personal hygiene items and things like that, too. So that way, wherever they're going next, they kind of have something to take with them as well. And while they're with us, we just we we play. We play cook, we go places, you know, whatever we, whatever we can do, whatever they want to do, as long as it's a safe thing, we make it happen. That's wonderful. And I understand you give them a backpack. Each kid will get a backpack with um, those personal hygiene items. And then like during the school year, we'll make sure that they get sent with school supplies, regardless of what they come to us with. And then the outreach program is doing a community backpack thing for people who aren't specifically at the shelter?
0: So as a DJ, we get these lists of things what they call show prep every day. And so we read through try to find interesting things to talk about. And yesterday, one thing that said parents, you know, get prepared to pay more, probably double for school supplies and the statistic here, and I don't know what they base it on, if it's a certain state or overall United States, but they said parents are looking at $700 for back to school, and that's not necessarily including clothes.
5: That's pretty intense, and it's probably not too far off. When you look at where we've gone with the electronics, just the inflation in general for, you know, you used to be able to get a pair of scissors for 50 cents and they're probably a dollar now. And, and that's just for the the little safety scissors.
0: So tell us about your backpack program or your back to school program.
4: Yeah. yeah so we have our back to school event, August 20th from 11 to 2 PM at the Mariner Park and ride in Everett. We expect to serve about 500 kids. So we'll be collecting a bunch of school supplies, backpacks to give out to them. We'll be having bouncy houses, just some food just for the families and children to get together and have some like 16 agencies and nonprofits coming. So it's pretty, pretty big deal for us. And we expect it to be a good eventful event for the kids and families in the Everett community. And what day is that again? August 20th.
0: So your goal is to collect these school supplies before then. How does somebody, do you take donations?
5: With people are wanting to donate, there's a couple different ways. They can do individual donations. So like if they go to the store and just like, hey, I'm going to buy some extra stuff and bring it by our admin office. Or they can, um, if they want to get their family and friends together or their coworkers together, they can do a drive and set up a box and have people bring it in from the office and then we can come by and pick up the box if they're not able to drop it off and then we also have an Amazon wish list and you can go on there and purchase it and if you if you use Amazon smiles it also kind of gives a kickback in that regard too but then it'll get shipped direct to the admin office and then we'll be putting you know paper folders pencils scissors crayons Um, all in those backpacks that we need. And then that way they'll be ready to hand out to the kids whenever they come. I know that people
0: always say that in the Pacific Northwest that we're very generous.
5: And I know that
0: people love to give back. So what a great way to like start something in your office. And also I know that kids love to help. And so maybe there's even a kid listening that's like, hey, this is something I can do what a great way for them to be involved and, you know, help collect things. Now you want new, new things, right? You're not looking for used notebooks and stuff like that.
5: Correct. Yeah. New items is what we we need to have for this benefit. If people were to just drop it off, do you have like a time or a drop off
4: box or how does that work? Usually people ring our doorbell and then we go to the doorbell and then we're like, hi, how can we help you today? And then they just tell us like, oh, I would like to donate some school supplies or backpacks to you guys. And we ask them politely if they would like to take a picture so we can post it on our social media, you know, just to give a little shout out to everybody that always donates stuff like that. Because it's really important to, you know, show that we care as an agency uh, for every donation we receive.
0: If they would take a picture and go, hey, look, not like pride, like this is what I did, but hey... These people need help and you can do it too. Exactly. Social media goes both ways. The kids that you serve are ages
5: in the community, it's any children, zero to 18. It's families. It's it's children and families for when it comes to our outreach program. Oh, okay. Um and so it's it's children, parents, all of the above for different things there for the safe place shelter that takes in the kids with DCYF, that's uh, zero to 12.
0: And so are you also looking for volunteers with the backpack to help pack them up and, or to help you at the event?
4: Oh, absolutely. We're going to have a lot of kiddos. So we could take as many volunteers as we can to, you know, set up the tables, the tents, pack everything in the backpacks to have it ready for the kids.
0: And if somebody wants to volunteer, what do they do? How do they get a hold of you?
5: Uh, If they would like to volunteer, they can call the office and ask to speak to somebody. They can go to our website, handinhandkids.org. And there's a volunteer link at the bottom. It'll let them fill out a little application process that gets sent into us and then we can reach back out to them. There's different uh, volunteering platforms out there and we have an account on those um, so they can find our name there. But the most direct route would probably be going to the handinhandkids.org website.
0: Okay. And so you can use volunteers for the event and the backpacks, but also do you look for like volunteers for tutoring for your after school program? Yes.
5: So um we we are a very small non-profit but we are very much volunteer driven without our volunteers we wouldn't be able to accomplish all the things we need to do it's amazing like seeing the community come together and helping each other out we use volunteers in every area of our programs our safe place shelter uses them our outreach after school programs use them the special events like the back to school we'll use them there and we have a few other like events or different things that will occur and that we keep using volunteers at and um, we can get you set up with a a monthly volunteering, a uh, weekly volunteer, kind of whatever fits in your schedule, what you're looking for. If you submit a request to be one of our volunteers, you'll get to talk to me and I'll get to tell you a little bit more about each of the programs and find out what's the best fit for you and kind of what you're looking for. Uh, I mean, we even have an adopted street that we go and do trash pickup on once a month and we take volunteers for that. So the sky's the limit. And then we're happy to accept passionate volunteers that want to work with the community.
0: When you said uh, we're small nonprofit, I wanted to say small but mighty because I live in Everett. And so I hear about hand in hand. And, you know, there's oftentimes like with the the clothes, I know that with your closet, you've been very generous to families that have needed clothes, even if they're maybe not one of your families. And so I love how you, wherever you see a need and like with COVID, I'm sure a lot of things shifted for you. And it seems like you guys are really good at pivoting and looking and
5: filling in the gaps. That's exactly what we try to do. We try to be flexible and fluid enough that we're able to adjust with the punches and and make sure to kind of just stand in that gap. Um, we have a, a saying around here, we don't like to give a hand out, we like to give a hand up. And it's true, like we're we're working right alongside with the people in the community that need assistance and are happy to, to do what we can to help.
0: And what I noticed is you've been around for a while now, I don't know how long, but I noticed now you have videos of people that have been served by you who have come back and are now giving
5: back. Yes, yeah, we've been here for I believe 11 years and have had some changes along the way and adding programs and and doing what we could, but we're very happy to to be where we're at and I think it's that flexibility that we have that kind of helps us to to continue serving the community.
0: Do you have any stories of of things that have happened or people that have been that have benefited from this program?
4: Yes, I have had one family that I've helped with rental assistance before and after I served them they actually came back to the office and gave me a thank you card because they told me that I changed them and their two child's lives for the better and they're very thankful that they had hand in hand and need to assist them and it just was a very warm like good feeling in me that I was able to help at least one person in the Everett community with the need that needed to be met
0: That's awesome.
4: And I know that you mentioned
0: I don't know if you said food bank, but I know that you give out food boxes. How does that work?
4: So with food boxes, um, the process is they come in or they're on the phone and they read out a form just with everybody's information. And then they can come to the office and pick up a food box every month as much as they need, you know, to get that help. You know, I think what happened during COVID is it,
0: it flattened the curve. People that maybe weren't needy before we're needing now. And I think it's hard for people to ask for help. What would you say to people who may need some help, but they don't know how to maybe even access services?
5: I would say that it's like, that's kind of the first step. It's not so much like asking for help. That's the first step, but it's like making the call or stopping by the office. We are really good at, even if we aren't able to assist the the person or the family with what they need right at that moment, we will point them in the direction of someone else who might be able to. We don't want to shame people here. We don't like to judge people here. We're just community, you know. We want to keep people together and we want to have we want to share love. You know, we want to make sure that people know that they're they're cared about, that they're loved and just have that compassion for them. And I think that sometimes it is a little scary to to admit that you're struggling in a certain area or with a certain thing, that you may need a back-to-school backpack or that you may need a food box or rental assistance or even the situations where the kids come into care at the shelter. Those things happen. That's kind of part of life, unfortunately. And there definitely isn't judgment cast here. It's purely just compassion and trying to help if you need it type
0: of thing. The thing that I've noticed in the years that I've talked with you guys or done things with you, and you said this earlier, is really that it's all about dignity and that it's not about judgment and that if you think about it, we all have a time in need, sometime or another, and then we can always turn around and help someone after when we get back on our feet. And so I love it that you just are this place where people can really be honest about what's going on in their life and know that, they won't be judged, but they actually might find out what else is available in the community and it might open some doors they never imagined. And it sounds like you work with other agencies as well.
5: We try to like partner with other agencies. like So like at the back to school event, they're going to have, I think you said 16 different agencies, like they're going to have different booths set up of different resources that could be helpful and beneficial to other people that way it's more things there. Yeah.
4: And then we're also partnering with the Smile Library, uh, the Manor Branch. So they're helping us as well with this event, but we're just like the main holders of the event.
0: Well, and I feel like it's an event everyone could go to, whether you have a need or not, just go and see what's in the community. Because I think often people don't know. And I know that during COVID, uh, because I do work with uh, you know, people in recovery and homeless people, when people come into a situation they don't really know what's available in their community. In fact, they don't even actually know that that's a thing, like that there is help available. And so I think for people to just know what's in their community, what's available, and not only how they can help, but maybe they have a neighbor that's struggling, they can be like, hey, you know, I just found out about this program and what they do. What would you say is your need? What are you hoping? How many backpacks are you hoping to give out? 500. Wow. And are you close to that yet? Or you still need some help? We have some work to do, but we're we're get, we're going to get there. We're going to awesome. There. Awesome. So if you would like to be part of this either volunteering or if you would like to donate, there's so many ways you can do it through Amazon. You can when you're shopping for your kids, you know, I always say pick up something extra so you can drop it off and
5: your webpage is handinhandkids.org. So our main line is 425-374-2461, 425-374-2461.
0: And so this is, if you live in, is it just for Everett? Is it Snohomish County? We serve Snohomish County. So in Snohomish County, and if you want to volunteer or if you need some help, you know, swallow your pride, get some help this year, and then next year you can help out. And the event again is?
4: August 20th at the Mariner Park and Ride in Everett.
5: It is a Saturday,
0: yeah. August 20th on a Saturday at the Mariner Park and Ride in Everett. Is that right by the high school? It's uh, right by Mariner High School, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And you're going to have other services there? Are you going to have face painting or...
5: Oh, yes. We're going to have lots of games and activities as well as the different booths from the different agencies as well.
0: Yeah. So, hey, if you're looking for something to do on that day, take your kids and have a really great time. It's hand in hand. dot org is the webpage. And if you haven't heard of them, go to their Web page and watch some of the stories, uh, check it out and see what they're doing in Snohomish County, because you've been around for a long time. And I've heard about the after-school program and then your safe place housing, which I happen to know a lot of people that volunteer there. And of course, you're going to have to go through a background check and all of that. But what a great way to give back to the community, help out a local organization. And then also, if you don't have the time to volunteer, you always accept money, right? We do. Yes. And to donate, you do you have a donate button on your webpage? We do have a
5: donate button on the webpage.
0: And you're probably, since you're a 501c3, it's a tax write-off. And Exactly. I would encourage you, if you can, during this time when they're trying to really give back to their community for back to school, and this is a great program to make sure that kids get a great start to their school year. And I mean, school has been really hard the last few years. So this, this would be really a blessing for kids to be able to go back to school with a nice backpack full of good stuff.
5: We just thank you, um, Lori, for having us. And thank you to the community for supporting us for all these years and being a part of making our vision come true. The Back to School event is August
0: 20th. 2022 from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Mariner Park and Ride. You can go to www.handinhandkids.org or call them at 425-374-2461. I'm Lori Hardy and thanks for listening in today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.